HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Union Beer. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. I'm Laura Stanley, host of Inside School Food. You are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hey, 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 welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43 and the Good Beer Seal. Today is Tuesday, April 21st, 2015. Today we'll be talking about the third annual New York City Hot Sauce Expo, our great beer sponsor, Lagunitas, and beer and festivals in, in general. Uh, beer Sessions Radio is brought to you by Union Beer Distributors, supplier of world-class ales and lagers. If you have any questions for our guests today, you can live tweet at beer underscore sessions. Maggie's tweeting live with photos and everything. So uh, thanks for tuning in. We're here on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. All right. Ann Becerra, also known as Ann Likes Beer. It's so great to have you back on the show. Hello, my dear. Thanks for having me back. So it's cool that you're on because uh, the general theme of the show is that, you know, beer at festivals because there's so many festivals you go to and, and some have, have, have some good craft beer and some don't. And um, one, one festival that, that we're co-producing is the New York City Hot Sauce Expo this weekend, April 25th and 26th in uh, Brooklyn yep. at the Brooklyn Expo. And uh, Lagunitas is our beer sponsor for that. So that kind of set the theme for, for today. Uh, we've got a, a hot sauce maker in studio. We're going to be on the phone with uh, a representative from Lagunitas. But for you, Anne, yes. you know, you, you've kind of been out there. You're doing some great media work. Um, yeah, what, people what are you are really writing for right now? now? Um, right now I'm writing for Serious Eats and for Martha Stewart and a host of other places, kind of one-offs here and there. But uh, people are all of a sudden really into beer. It's pretty great for us, you know. For so, so long it was like, beer, eh, I don't think people really care. And now people are kind of knocking down all of our doors and, and want to know about it, so... Yeah, and you just went out to the CBC. I did. Talk about beer first, fest. Yeah, oh my gosh. Well, uh, yeah, that was my first craft brewers conference in Portland. Just got back. I'm still kind of on West Coast time, so if I'm a little slow to the draw, it's, it's a good thing. Um, but that was something. I mean, everybody was there from all over the country. I was, it, was, it was just really inspiring to see how far this industry has come and how far it's going and the projections and, and the community. I mean, it was spectacular. Tell me five breweries that you really liked 
drinking or running into or hanging out with in well, Portland, <laughs> well, Oregon? It's funny that you say hanging out with. I had a couple of things on the radar. A lot of things happen at these festivals. Listen, it's not just going to a booth and tasting beer. Well, there's well, yeah, and it was it's a conference. I mean, it is a festival to an extent. There's a lot of beer there, but these are professionals. This is for the industry. You know, I mean, there's keynote speakers, there's seminars, there's classes, there's tastings. So it isn't you know, no one's there getting hammered and trying to. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not the only intention. Um, you pace yourself. The, I'm not saying this because these are my boys, but the Lagunitas parties were to die for. They had two, daytime and nighttime. Some of the most incredible bands. We were dancing. There was, you know, uh, people were p- live painting, and they auctioned off a painting. This company that was doing, they uh, raised money to give insurance to musicians. And so they, you know, were painting live, and everyone was watching, and they raffled off the painting. It was gorgeous. And uh, you just to see the community out there is great. We went to Cascade for their, some of their barrel-aged sours. We drove out to Ninkasi and Eugene. So I was so blown away by them and their commitment to work-life balance and to their employees and to the you know environment. Just a lot to take in, but really, really exciting. Well, that's a great scene. I do hope to go out there. Justin Kennedy, our, our co-producer, was out oh, there. Oh, I saw him for two seconds, patted him on the back and said hi as we were running to the keynote address because it was really early in the morning. But I did see him for like half a second. And what, what are some other festivals you, you, you've been to? Well, I, I will never miss uh, Oma Gang BCTC. Belgium comes to Cooperstown. It's just my favorite. I think it's just nice to see everybody from New York City in a more rural setting you know people that I'm used to seeing like in dark bars at night we're swimming in the lake and we're going and go-karting and you know there's so many great beers and people really show out and, and bring some incredible things to the campsite like you know the uh, <laughs> the tent is wonderful but what people bring in their own campsites and their own kegs and from their own breweries is just really where it's at it's awesome I'll tell you those are two great ones I mean CBC is kind of the ultimate craft beer conference in America and uh, Oma Gang's Belgium come to Cooperstown you know we've been there for four years we're, we're going back this year nice and those are those are festivals that are built around the beer and yeah. events so, but you know, we're talking about other things food festivals and and just music festivals you don't always get get good beer and that's one thing we're trying to do with the New York City Hot Sauce Expo is for the second year in a row uh, we're, we're working with Lagunitas as our exclusive beer and on the hot sauce side um, it, the whole event is really built around and I'm, I'm pitching it because it's a special event and we really put a lot into it beer but lovers I'm, love hot sauce yeah. I mean, come on it's like hand in hand right <laughs> and on, the, on the hot sauce side um, representing uh, world famous hot sauce Graham Connolly Who's, uh, hey, Jimmy, how are you, man? Good. How are you? Thanks for having well, us. I, I think I do think that beer and hot sauce go together really well. I agree. You know, yeah. I agree. Especially the hoppy. Beer. I love that hoppy. You know, a lot of these hoppy beers are going to be poured that intensify heat. So it's like if you didn't get enough from the hot sauce here, why don't you take a that double IP? Yeah. Well, the beautiful thing is that people's mouths are on fire. They think the beer is going to quench yeah. that. You know, Not take care beers. of that problem, and it doesn't. So there you go. You That's know, you awesome. get more more people drinking your beer too, and yeah. you know, it's a good thing. At least the big IP. Yeah, which is no, awesome. it's a good thing. So how'd you get started making hot sauce? Oh, uh, just. Being down at the beach, you know, it's very inspirational. We have a nice kitchen at our at our family's beach house, so uh, we have a nice grill, and I love wings, so everything's on the grill, wings on the grill, and I just started fooling around with uh, making various different hot sauces from various different peppers. There's a lot of farms down in South Jersey, Central Jersey, and, uh, you know, we would try to go to the farmer's markets, pick up the peppers, um, you know, and just start fooling around with uh, and experimenting in the kitchen and, uh, you know, tossing wings in, into that sauce and uh, with different various ingredients. And it just kind of blossomed from there. That probably started around 2002. And uh, then the way the business started was we were planning a wedding for uh, June 2013 in Long Beach Island, New Jersey. And uh, we, was it your wedding? It was, yeah, my wife and, and your I's wedding. Too. My wife, Lindsay, is here. 
Say hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and um, we were trying to come up with a wedding favor because we planned the wedding ourselves, basically. And um, the way we were trying to figure out what to do for a wedding favor, I threw out the hot sauce idea. She. Sorry, that's a lie. It was actually my idea. Oh, <laughs> my apologies. Well, sit next to the mic, Lindsay. Come on. You're, you're actually going to talk now. But uh, she came up with the name LBI Love Potion, and uh, the sauce was such a hit at the wedding. You know, we had probably a couple, about 120 bottles, and uh, people were just grabbing bottles upon bottles as they were walking out, and uh, it was a huge hit. And then, you know, we had some money left over from the wedding, and I asked if, uh, you know, I could put a few grand into starting an LLC, and uh, World Famous Hot Sauce was born, and uh, we came out with our first... Uh, hot sauce, LBI Love Potion, which was the wedding hot sauce, and uh, just kind of grown from there. And then, you know, thanks to you and Steve Seabarry, you guys have been so um, – you've embraced us, basically, as a bunch of newcomers in, into the hot sauce industry, a bunch of great people in that industry. And, uh, you know, you guys have been great to us. You guys vended last year, didn't you? We did. We were there, um, and it was a really nice thing. And Steve was nice enough. He did a lot of tele- morning television shows the day before the, the expo, and he uh, – Asked me last minute for a few bottles of my sauce to put on these uh, morning news shows, CBS and PIX11 morning news. And so my pr- our products were right there, and we were barely – we weren't even a year old yet. So Can we taste – well, first, let's, let's talk about the beer. So yeah. first beer is Lagunitas Pills. Classic. How, what do you think about that, Ann? What do I think about well, Lagunitas you're, you're, Pills? You're, you're serving at a bar, you know. Somebody's looking for a pills. What would you tell I them about this? I can't explain how many people I've converted to good beer with Lagunitas Pilsner. It's one of the – I mean, it's just – you know, blind tasted. It's one of the few, I guess, classic, like true to style beers that they make, which I think is is cool. You know, the fact that they do it as a pilsner, which is a really hard style to brew, um, but it's great. It's crisp. It's clean, bready. You know, uh, very very refreshing. And I think I can't. I don't know of a beer lover that wouldn't at least appreciate this for what it is. No, I lo- I love this beer too. So let, let's let's taste um, some of your hot sauce, and then next let's pour the IPA. So you, you said that hops. Make the intensify the heat. Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah. So you let's, let's down this pills because I, I need the thirsty pressure. <laughs> That's a well, good thing. Sweetness tends to tame a lot. Of, you know, a lot of uh, spicy foods and hops intensify it, so it, it spreads around the. Uh, was it capsaicin? Capsaicin. Capsaicin. Hashtag science. No. But, Graham, um, <laughs> what should we do first if, if we're like you know at the hot sauce expo? Should we taste the hot sauce first, then drink the beer, or should we drink the beer first and then the hot? I sauce? I would taste the hot sauce and then and then cleanse the palate with the beer. So we'll we'll start with our first one with the original. LBI Love Potion, which is just uh, aged uh, red habaneros, um, w- vinegar with a dried vegetable blend of carrots, onions, and garlic. And uh, it's just a really nice, for, for people that are really into hot sauce, it's just a great table sauce. But for people who are who are amateurs at this, it's a really, uh, it's, it's a good medium heat habanero. And most habaneros uh, are very... Um, Hot to most people, and these we don't. We didn't put any seeds in our habanero hot sauce, so we want. Ooh. So it's very accessible, and it's very tasty. It's still spicy. Yeah, it's out. It's definitely Ooh, got a kick. It's a habanero, but I know. I know in the New York City Hot Sauce Expo, there's the Screaming Mimi Awards. Did you submit any of your hot sauces mm. for the awards? I did last year. I only had two flavors. I had the original LBI Love Potion, and then I had the LBI Love Potion with extra garlic, which same recipe, just more garlic. Um, this year, I. Entered the extra garlic and our old Barney's Lighthouse hot sauce, which is um, Tabasco peppers, uh, habanero peppers, salt, and vinegar. So it's very simple, but it's got a really complex taste on the palate, believe it or not, because there's people that still like Tabasco. But ours is way better because we just included the habanero peppers in it, which just makes it 
it just takes Tabasco to a whole nother so level. And these award judging, there's categories. Like in beer, we have styles, you have lagers, IPAs. What categories did you submit your hot sauce? I entered the, the extra garlic into the habanero category and the Barney's into the uh, pepper blend category. And then I, I believe we also entered for uh, label art because our we have very we have a unique uh, label design. It's very un uncharacteristic of normal hot sauce. Yeah, I think everybody uh, should take photos different. of the, the yeah, Lagunius label and the yeah, we have a very we're, we're nautical themed because we we created original LBI love potion, you know, also to go with uh, any kind of shellfish, raw shellfish, clams, oysters, king crab. I can see this on a checkered tablecloth, and yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's really it's you can taste every bit of. I mean, you taste the peppers and you taste the it right. tastes like it was freshly picked it's not just a, a spice we, bomb we let the peppers age we let them sit for a little while so that just gives them a, gives it a more rich flavor and then the heat level is very moderate i mean how are you feeling on the heat level what's well, perfect you probably don't even ideal. yeah yeah it's perfect for most people that aren't I, I, I love it it's really i mean it tastes like a, a culinary thing you know yeah, once it jumps spice. up you have to give us a warning just please <laughs> oh yeah no no it's it's all it, the the next two are just going to be very slight increments over this so we're not we're not here to hurt people we want we want to make nice accessible flavorful hot sauces that's what we focus on so so and well, it, it, for me like my, my, my tongue it's, it's a lot of heat on there it's not quite burning but i, I can feel right. the heat and it goes and away then, fast what happens when i drink the ipa i don't know you tell me well you tell me <laughs> it's right in front of you all right I'm drinking the IPA after having the hot sauce, and uh, there's a little prickliness. You know, maybe maybe there's a little intensi- intensification of the heat, uh, but otherwise, it's it's kind of a nice pairing. You know, cool. Uh, yeah, next time, you know, leave a little less time in between. <laughs> a little pump. Hey, you want another? Uh, you want another? But are you, you, you drinking sorry? pills? Or are you drinking? What no, you... I moved up to the IPA. Oh, you have it. The okay, okay, IPA. Great. Awesome. Yeah. And then that's all you have to say about it. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you know, and each person has their own, uh, like, their own levels of what heat they like. Personally, I mean, obviously this is, you know, it's, it's everybody has their own palate, I should say. But in theory, yes, hops will intensify a spicy food. See, I always think if I, if I had spicy food, I, I would be drinking beer. That's what I do, generally, yeah. But you, I could, mean, you know, Saison's are really great with spice. Uh, whip beers, you know, different things that have a little bit more malt character. But, again, it's to each his own. There are no steadfast... You know rules when it comes to this stuff, but just be aware that it's known to happen. Yeah, that's very, and it I does happen that. quite a bit. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. It's interesting how how certain things interact with other other things in general. But it's interesting to see how how an IPA is interacting differently with um, chili peppers than a pilsner or you know a wheat beer. And would. do you guys have any of your post your your potions? Any of your uh, hot sauces in restaurants down the shore? Or oh you- yeah, we do. We're we're up and down the island. Last year we really got a lot of placement last year because it was our second summer there technically uh, we started late in 2013 getting product to uh, restaurants and shops but uh, a couple of hotels took us on last year and this year there's there, you know at the end of the year I really went up and down the island and we have a lot generated a lot more interest but a lot of the real big restaurants that are run by locals who whose families have been there for generations mm-hmm. have embraced us so the word has really gotten out about our product. So this year it's going to be stellar for us, I think. I'm going to really, I'm going to have to make a big order after this uh, hot sauce expo. So I hope we sell a lot. That's great. I'll look for it when I'm down there in the summertime. Oh, great. <laughs> how, how do you make your hot sauce? I mean, do you have someone that, that makes it, like an FDA? Yeah, I have a, I, yeah, I have a co-packer. You know, we didn't really want to – we don't have the time to, to rent a test kitchen and, and cook it ourselves. I wish I could do that. And, you know, we both we have day jobs. And uh, we found a great co-packer in the south, and uh, it's a secret location. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they've worked with us, and they've been great. Um, 
to us as well, and uh, they're the people that they produce all of our sauces for us. So, and they can turn. I can tell them I need this, and they can turn it around in two to three weeks. About three weeks, I'll have product shipped back up to New York, and it's worth it because they get it in the South. I'm not saying up here people don't get it, but there's really there's no co-packers up here yet that we felt comfortable w- working with, and I'm sure that will change in the next five years because the hot sauce industry is really spreading northward very fast and the hot sauce expo has proven that because the turnout last year was amazing i mean do you have any numbers as far as attendance goes we're we're expecting at least ten thousand people yeah ten ten thousand that's a lot and last year was probably what about seven six seven close to that yeah it was it was a lot it was we got slammed for four or five hours we got a push and we were just slammed both days so you know it was it was great we loved it not 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 complaining and what's the crowd like at a hot sauce? I mean, I know beer crowds, I know whiskey fest crowds, I know wine show crowds. What what do you? It was a lot it? of it was a lot of foodies because I also entered the the Bloody Mary mix down last year. Oh we, yeah. Unfortunately, this year there we is. went we went to Europe, but Makes you know sense. last year I was so gung ho because I also I'm a Bloody Mary guy and I think I make a really good Bloody Mary. So uh, we entered the Bloody Mary mix down. I didn't place. It was only three places for Manhattan. I did not place. They called me back because someone backed out. At the last second, we placed very high, though. Maybe we were fourth or fifth, I don't know. And they invited us back into the competition. And this is a very cool story. The girl that placed second overall at, at the, in the finals wound up getting our garlic hot sauce on the Saturday and liked it so much that she changed our recipe to include our garlic hot sauce at the last minute and wound up placing second overall in the in the Bloody Mary competition the next day. Nice. So we still we still kind of won in, in some way. That was awesome. I, can I make a suggestion yeah. while we're on the subject yeah. of beer festivals? If you were to come to Belgium, come to Cooperstown, and set up shop at 10 in the morning amongst all the tents with a Bloody Mary stand, oh, you would yeah. be the king and queen of the world. Oh, that would be awesome. It would be. It's a, you know, it's a camping dream, festival. Make a yeah. Bloody it's Mary. a camping. We camp two nights, and I mean, all, everyone climbing out of their tents I'm in the going. morning, I oh, think well, that's... Yeah. You guys can go. As long yeah. as I can wear a crown. Obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, but seriously, you know, right. that's a great idea. It'd be Queen Bloody Mary. We've got, we got a cool show going on right now. We're talking about CBC and, and Anne Likes Beer and uh, Hot Sauce on Beer Sessions Radio. We'll be back in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> originally located on Union Avenue in Brooklyn, but has since expanded to its present location alongside the English Kills Canal in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Union Beer has grown dramatically in the last decade as the primary distributor of Anheuser-Busch products for Kings County, Brooklyn, through the hiring and development of the best people in the industry. In 2003, Union Beer acquired a powerful catalog of specialty brands, which immediately positioned them as the craft beer supplier to accounts in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Union perpetually tweaks their portfolio to maintain the highest level of stylistic breadth with the most coveted brands available. Through the highest possible level of service, outstanding salesmanship of the ultimate lineup of brands, and a paramount focus on education on all levels, Union Beer has solidified its position as the only source for the best selection of beers in the 14 counties of southeastern New York. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. 
Hey, 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 welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Hey, if you haven't heard, Heritage Radio Network is redoing the whole website. We're getting ready to grow for the next five years, and you can be part of that. Join our Kickstarter, heritageradionetwork.org. All right. We've got a special guest here, Ann Becerra. I know her as Ann Likes Beer. And a little, her bio here is pretty great. Ann Becerra has a very strong passion for craft oh beer and the community that surrounds it. Seriously. She was the first woman in sense. New York City to become a certified Cicerone and has worked at the helm of the biggest beer bars in Manhattan, including Blind Tiger, The Ginger Man, The Pony Bar, and where now? And also Taproom 307. All right. Third. So a couple of years ago, we did like a beer brunch cocktail event at yeah. Jimmy's number 43, and you had an awesome... Uh, beer cocktail, but it used hot sauce, didn't it? It did use hot sauce, and I actually won that competition, which was funny because it was one of my first beer cocktails. Um, I used a Dansk Viking Blood Mead, which is a honey wine from Denmark. Just one ounce of that with a smoked beer from Schlenkerla, a Rausch beer, and a couple dashes of hot sauce. So it was this sort of honey barbecue, just a kick of spice at the finish, and it was really, really delicious, very simple. Um, but the idea of beer and, and spice together to me seems so obvious of a pairing, and now you know, I wrote an article a few years ago about hot beers and spicy pepper beers, and now they're just blowing up, which I think is great. And we even brewed one with Empire, the Sweet Fire, two years in a row, a chocolate chili imperial stout. So I'm seeing that so much more now. Ballast Point, Founders, you know, there's so many breweries that are incorporating hot peppers into the beer, and it's such a natural fit. Do you think maybe we could figure something like that out with, like, Carton or one of the yeah. Jersey guys? Maybe you could do a little collab? You're on it. Hold on one second. We've got, um, uh, as part of the New York City Hot Sauce Expo, uh, Lagunitas is our sponsor. Karen from Lagunitas has called in. We're going to talk a little bit. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you doing? Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. You're welcome. So we've been dr- we drank your pills. We drank the IPA. Now we're on to the, uh, what's the next beer? The daytime, daytime. pale ale. Um, session. So, uh, yeah, thanks for calling in. Do you want to say a few words about uh, what you guys are doing and uh, your involvement in the New York City Hot Sauce Expo? Well, as you know, uh, we're one of the sponsors there, and um, we're pretty excited about it. Um, I, uh, I'm not personally going in to uh, participate in the event, but we're sending some people there, uh, and we have a local guy out there who works the market for us and does events, so he's all pumped and ready to go. Yeah, we love it. We're trying to talk about which, which of your Lagunitas beers would go best with hot sauces. we got Graham here who makes hot sauce in New York. Hi. Hello there. And Ann Becerra, Ann Likes Beer. Hello. We're talking. So we just we tried the pills and the IPA, and now we're on to the, the daytime. What do you guys think would, would be the best beer so far with, with hot sauces? I, I think our original LBI Love Potion would probably be the best uh, to go with the beer. I, I, no, I which, which of the Lagunitas which beer? Oh, which of the Lagunitas? Um, I would say maybe the Pilsner. I would try to because it's go really with that herbal one. too. I mean, all those like yeah. you know the freshly picked peppers and that sort of herbal quality that comes out of the pills. I think yeah, but all this this daytime well is there. really is really dancing on my palate too. So I would like to try it with both actually, and we can see what would happen. But pill, I would go with the pilsner first. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I wish Karen, you could be here to taste some of these hot sauces. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're talking about them. They're so good. Or we need to get some wings in or something to kind of. <laughs> Sparking my hunger. I know. I'll have to have them grab some and bring it back to me. Yes, I will that. send some home. Yeah. Get get you some in the mail or get it to you somehow. So, Great. so what? So what? Tell us what's new with with Lagunitas, Karen. Oh man, at this point, what's not new? Um, uh, so I'm sitting at the Chicago Brewery right now, and uh, our uh, you know, we're, we're expanding the expansion. So that's pretty darn exciting. And as you probably are aware of, the second brew house was delivered, and that's nearly hooked up. Looks like we'll be brewing out of that in May. 
Uh, the second uh, keg filler is here, hooked up any day now. That's going to go online. They're uh, pouring and preparing the ground for more pads for more fermenters. We've got 40 right now. We're going to end up with 120 total, so that's getting going. And uh, every day that you come in here, it's something a little bit different. And and and, and we've been brewing some new and different beers too uh, this year, which is kind of exciting. I I think you might have had the High Westified. Um, you had so that. Yeah. Just got a case of that series that we're starting. I think we're going to make 10 of those beers um, in the 22 ounce format this year. That's going to go out into different markets. That's pretty exciting. I know that since you expanded Chicago, I think that was one reason why we talked to you about being part of the New York City Hot Sauce Expo. Are, are there other festivals that you guys are involved in around the country? And also, um, what do you think the role of, of craft beer is at these festivals? Okay, what was the first part of oh. your question? <laughs> uh, are there other festivals around the country that, that Lagunitas is, is pouring at or, or sponsoring? How many? Or, or, are there a few that you can name? Oh, okay. Because it goes hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. Um, well, we do music fests and, and other fests. Um, one, of, one of my favorites that maybe you guys might have a good time with, of course, is Bacon Fest. Everything Bacon. Um, uh, Newport Folk Fest. So we'll, we'll be back out on the East Coast for that. Uh, Bonnaroo um, uh, Hangout Festival. That's out down in the Southeast. Um, um, Oh my gosh! Um, South by Southwest, don't you? Aren't you involved in that in some way? We were. We were at South by Southwest in Austin uh, in March, where we we did a couch tripping event down to South by, and then did a big concert, a day long concert down there. I was down there. That was the the, crowd, the clouds broke, the rain stopped because it was so muddy, and it was the most gorgeous afternoon to be outside. It was like a little courtyard, and we were out there. Um, so we, we make it a point to be where the beer is and then to be where the music is as much as we possibly can. So that's kind of our, our, um, our focus. And you yes, asked, what does, what, what about craft beer in the festivals? Um, what part, part do we play? Was that the second Yeah, I mean, what, 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 you know, cause a lot of festivals just have like, you know, macro beers, you know, what, why, why should there be craft beer at, at music festivals instead of just, you know, a bud or something? Well, you know what? That's that's very interesting because I have been uh, with Lagunitas for over ten years, and that has dramatically changed. Where we would want to get into some of the music festivals, but it would be kind of like a you know exclusivity uh, deal with one of the big beers, and we just never had an opportunity. And what's happening is that the festivals are changing, and they're asking for craft beer to come in. So that is a, a pretty exciting. Um, change in, in, in that part of the industry. Uh, there's um, Chicago Gourmet, which is high-end food, wine, and everything, and they never had craft till two years ago, and we were the first American craft beer to even have a little stand in there, and then the next year there was more, and this year there's a whole huge area, and so it's, it's, it's the movement, you know, that we see as far as the growth in craft beer in, in consumers and their interest in the refrigerators at home and what they purchase, and also now in festivals all across the country. Well, that's great. And another question. So now, now you guys are in Chicago. Um, what's it like being in a whole other city? You guys started on California. You know, are you, are you trying to be part of the Chicago community or using that more of as a production facility to ship to the East Coast? Well, um, as you know, because uh, you've had Tony on the show, um, Tony, this is 
this is his hometown. Chicago is, is where he was born and raised. And so it is home uh, to him. And so then starting to brewery out in, in California, uh, that went well and things progressed. And it's such a cool, cool area. Some of the most beautiful parts of the country are out in Sonoma County. And there's definitely a little bit of a different vibe out there, right? You come to the Midwest, you think, well, how's this going to play? Well, I have always kind of joked that I think that our Lagunitas is a um, Midwestern beer, beer that we brewed in California because <laughs> it had a little bit of, um, of a Midwestern mentality to the beer. And Chicago, the Midwest, opened up their arms and, and, and uh, uh, brought us in when the beer first got here 10 years ago, and now with the new brewery, it's even more so. It's interesting that uh, the same concepts, the same culture, the same values work well everywhere. It's, it's not, we were not a West Coast brewery. We were a brewery on the West Coast. So now we're a brewery on the West Coast and the Midwest, and it works great. Uh, we do a lot of nonprofit work, donations, fundraisers here, and uh, we've been able to really just get to know some new friends here and and, uh, and and enlarge our family. All right. Is it true? Are you related to Tony? I am. I'm a sister. All right. <laughs> That's cool. I was cool. born here, too. family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I never left. My, I, always, I always tease everyone and said, well, you know, I wouldn't leave Chicago to come out to California, so you had to build me my own brewery. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're, we're tasting some of the beers with the hot sauce, and um, I think so far we think the, the consensus is that hoppy beers don't go well with hot sauce. Well, is that, that no, that's not well. the consensus? No, absolutely not. No? It's just that understand that it might be amplified a little bit intensified yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a bad thing for, especially for people who like spice and for people who love hops you know I think it right. can work absolutely it depends yeah, it depends on what you're looking for it can ramp it up a little bit uh, but that sometimes is a really good thing mm-hmm. uh, I've done a very mild amount of pairing in my in my time and uh, I have paired um, some of the spicier foods with pills and it's gone very well I also I'm just a lover of the IPA so I always have to try that with everything anyway. I haven't been too disappointed yet. But, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of jealous. I'm sitting here looking at a table <laughs> that's empty. <laughs> well, next time you come to New York. But my favorite, actually, with, with a hot sauce is sour beers. It's something I've, I've, with spicy foods, and I do a lot of pairings, often a, a good sour beer like a Flemish Red or something is, mm. is really the, the trick. But I think the Europeans are a little ahead of us in terms of food and beer pairings. But what, are you guys doing any any type of food food or food and beer pairings at Lagunitas? Any do we program do them like here? that? Yeah, any, anything, any kind of food program or food and beer pairing programs. Well, we do out in California. We do beer dinners, uh, and that's just something we've only. We, actually, we just celebrated Lagunitas Chicago's very first birthday yesterday. Congrats! Uh, it's only been open for Congratulations. One year. Uh, so that's something we're going to do here. We're going to start doing beer dinners here. But our executive chef up in our tap room in Chicago. He, uh, he does a lot of cooking with beer, um, and so he's just phenomenal. So you, you'll have to make it out to uh, Chicago sometime and be my guest up in the tap room and sample uh, what he does. Have there been any pairings that you said you've only done a few in your short time, but have there been anything that has st- you know, really stood out to you, like as mind-blowing or kind of game-changing when it comes to beer and food? You know, I'm a big salad eater, which makes it a little bit different when you think beer and salad. But I have found, and this was this surprised me, 
and it's it's the Pilsner that is that can be so excellent with salad. Um, I, I just in my own mind never thought of it as a, a salad beer. Any of the beers being you know <laughs> good with salad in general. Uh, I don't eat meat, so that kind of limits me a little bit, mm-hmm. or chicken, or you know pork or anything. So uh, that that was a game changer for me, where I realized, man, I could have a lunch salad in the daytime and that'd be all set. Yeah, perfect. All right, that sounds good. Lagunitas pills with a salad. Hey, Karen, th- <laughs> thanks for calling on. You're welcome to stay on with us. Uh, we're going to take a short break and be back and talk more about uh, hot sauce and beer on Beer Sessions Radio. All right. And this one's called Kill Me in the Summertime by the Dead Stars. Hey, 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 welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Again, if you haven't checked out our Kickstarter, go to heritageradionetwork.org. We're building a new website, take us into the next era. Um, it's going great. We've got over 30 shows on Heritage Radio Network, and uh, I think Beer Sessions alone has 260 episodes, and we want to keep them yeah. archived. Yeah, and Anne's been on, like, how many, 10? Something like that. <laughs> At least. <laughs> and I get fav- lost every single time on my way here. Yeah, and you're awesome. You're, you're, you're back to so craft Brewers Conference. Everyone calls it CBC. Is that the best gathering of beer people in the country? It was really something. But I just have to really quickly tie this in because two days ago I did a seminar um, for the Women's Chef and Restaurant Tour Conference. And it was uh, while we're on the subject of pairing and Lagunitas and Chicago. Um, I did four beers with this wonderful cheese woman. And the cheese woman, I don't know what the proper term is, cheesemonger. Um, but we did IPA and they were all somewhat women-centric. But, you know, the new Chicago brewery is set to be one of the largest production facilities in the country, and it's going to be uh, shored up by a female head brewer. So just a little shout-out to our girls, which I think is really, really cool and, uh, and wonderful, and they're doing great things out of that. Um, and then, Cheers to the girls. Yeah, yeah man. girl power. Well, girls is, maybe I shouldn't use that word, but, you know, I just think it's it's, it's <laughs> So, really Graham, exciting. let's test the girls. Okay, let's taste, let's taste your next hot sauce and see how spicy it is. The, yeah. the next one, on. it's, a little bit, it's a little bit of a level up. So, basically, the next one was just we, we love garlic, so we just decided to add more garlic to our original LBI Love Potion recipe. And, it give, and we just, you know, all of a sudden, when we added more garlic, we're like, wow, it tastes like wing sauce. And, of course, we love wings, so... Um, here you go. So we're just, he's just pouring a little, so. little bit on my finger, and I'm tasting it. I got my beer ready. <laughs> and the extra garlic, really, the, this is the crowd favorite it shows for us. Everybody loves this one. It's a little bit hotter, but not oh, much. Yeah. But a tiny bit hotter. But the, gar- the extra garlic really gives it a different flavor profile. And it's, uh, like I said, at the shows, the people go crazy over this one. Oh, and I can see that with, like, fried crabs or seafood or different things. Yeah, yeah. You, even on french fries. I mean, just put it on fries. It's amazing. I, li- I like the extra garlic. 
I do too. Yeah, I think it's better with it. Yeah, it, 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 that's. And what category would you enter that in with the? Extra it was bar? again the habanero. It was just in a habanero, habanero category. Sauce. Yeah, it was just a habanero category because it's just more garlic into our original recipe. So um, it's it's good, you know. And in that way, when you're doing, if you're gonna, you know, make your own wing sauce, then you don't have to add any extra garlic or garlic powder to it. And I was saying so. that I, I like sour beers with, with, with spicy foods. This Lagunitas, a little something, something ale. Is there some kind of wild yeast in there or any? Um, they're not sour? wild yeast. It's brewed with wheat malt. So I know there's a little bit of that like thirst quenching kind of bubblegum, you know, spice that comes with it that it would probably be ideal with. I haven't tried that together yet, but I yeah. can see that it would did be you good. Get, did you get some of it? The little well, something, something. Here, pass yeah, let's pass it over. Because I, I thought this is actually my favorite beer so far with... With the hot sauces, the little something, something. Oh, nice! But yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. great. It's oh, great, it's great with the garlic. Perfect. It's, yeah, because it's seven point five percent. It's hoppy, but then there's whatever it is the the wheat. Yeah, that or, wheat gives it that little hint of kind of fruitiness. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, you know, maybe it is. I'm, I'm a big fan of wheat it. wheat beers with food. Same. Yeah, and I I feel that if there's a little wheat in it. We, we, we can make a big statement. What's it called? A blanket statement? I said, I said give me a German wheat beer, and, and it will pair with any food. I feel like that about Belgian wits, too. It's just the spice and the citrus and the carbonation and the malt and the hops and the drying. I mean, there's so many elements, and you can really pick any element of a dish and any element of the beer and decide how well, you want to match my, it. So far from the New York City Hot Sauce Expo, I hope they have the, the Lagunese Little Something Something, because that's the one I'm going to drink with hot sauce now. Yeah, it's It's nice. Nice flavor. Well, I believe it's something, so it, something, Jimmy. Oh, something, <laughs> something. We're going to get technical here. Like well, on the Lagunist, let's talk about our dear friend Mark Slugic. Slukic. Slukic. I'm the only one that knows how to say his name. So tell us about Mark. You're welcome, Mark. He's a cool guy. Um, Mark is basically the, not the Chuck Norris of the beer industry, that's not right, but like if Chuck Norris had a chill brother, you know, and you could insert all those jokes but with Mark. He is the man. And I wish he was here to hang out with You want to hear the notes? I think he's listening. Mark, this is the notes about Mark. How do you say his last name? <laughs> Slukic. Slukic. He's a cross between Sam Adams, the original maltster, <laughs> and the big Lebowski. Super passionate about beer. And he comes across as a bit of a stoner. He was a no salt of the way. earth kind of guy who knew his craft. Colin BS. And represented Lagunitas very well. So... <laughs> That's kind of cool. He's great. Big I think he was Lagan- one of the first, you know, you know, what was he, the 10th or 2nd? Oh, instead of the Big Lebowski, he's yeah. the Big Lagunitas. Yeah. Yeah. Dig it. All right. <laughs> and we had Karen on from Lagunitas, so this is a fun show. So keep going, Graham. You're, you're great, right. man. So we got one more hot sauce. You're like Mr. New York City hot sauce. Yeah, now. you know, I'm trying to be the hot sauce king of Low East Side. You think you're going to so win an my, award at the hot sauce? <laughs> as my, as my label designer has, has already <laughs> coined the phrase for me, he's, he's already, you know, crowned me the hot sauce king of Low East Side, which I always just tell him he's crazy. But we'll go on to Old Barney's, which is if you like Tabasco, the, for Tabasco lovers, Old Barney's uses, actually utilizes fermented uh, cayenne peppers. I can smell it. From here, yeah. This so one, Tabasco is in a category. Is that considered like a Louisiana style? It, hot yeah. Sauce? Well, it's it's made by by the Michelini family. It's there in Tabasco contains fermented cayenne peppers. It's not just cayenne. It's not a cayenne pepper sauce. It's fermented cayenne pepper sauce, and they ferment their their cayenne peppers. So it's uh. But we also included habanero peppers into their recipe. So it's it's basically a tribute to to them. So it's it's uh. It's is, is that Tabasco your thing? The peppers. habanero peppers. I'm, I'm a habanero guy, yeah, of course. That that it, It's pretty obvious at this point. So we have uh, Old Barney's Lighthouse Hot Sauce, which is Tabasco, habanero, salt, and vinegar. So, All right, let's, like let's swap. You take, you take this is the new one, the Lagunitas Undercover oh. Invest Shutdown Ale. Yeah, this, I mean, this might, if I were to blindly go into it, this might be one of my favorite pairings. 
Because you have that really rich caramelly malt, that kind of sweetness balanced with the hoppiness. And yeah, this is. I'm excited to try this together. Ooh. This is more of a Louisiana style sauce. It's a little. It's a little um, on the front of my tongue. This one's a little. It's sweet. Burns the vinegar. It starts. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely hotter. It, it starts out sweet because the vinegar content's a little higher. So it starts out like a vinegary sweet, yeah, and then creeps. you get you get the Tabasco, and then and then you get the habanero, and yep. then you feel it in the back of the throat. It's like a little this inchworm, one. a little spicy yes, inchworm. Yes, it, it really dances on your palate, and it really it really progresses with with the flavor profile. So it's a nice. So, it, so when you make when you're designing complex. a recipe for hot sauce, what are some of the the, the things you're dealing with? You says you're, you're fermenting peppers, this vinegar. It's well, just you, ways I'm, you can. You know, uh, I was just. I mean, I came into this like not knowing a whole lot of things, but you know, we it, it just it, it just came from experimentation. So and just cooking, cooking really, you know, just cooking peppers and adding ingredients so um you know when you ferment the peppers it, the cayenne peppers it's just that's that's the tabasco trademark but you know um and then we just of course added a habanero to it so we basically took tabasco the the element of a of a, of a pure tabasco and then just added a, a nice aged uh, red habanero pepper to that and then there you go and then you get old barney's and it, it just really Made it nice because it starts vinegary. It's, it goes to to cayenne and then it goes to habanero and then you know you get a little in the back of the throat, so the heat level is a little higher. And you know it, it's actually I was always a love potion guy in my Bloody Marys, and then when we developed the recipe for Old Barney's, I actually now use that in my Bloody Marys because it's actually is surprisingly a lot better. And tell us again about your your brunch cocktail that you won. Oh, with uh, the award of yeah, honey ago. wine with smoked uh, Roush beer and a little hot sauce well, just we, for the kick. Yeah, perfect. Well, what's funny about this? The way you're describing the hot sauce is how I would describe the hops in this undercover shutdown because it starts off sweet, it starts off malty and caramely and nutty and all those flavors, and mm-hmm. then it creeps to the back and on the finish is that big smack of hops. So right. it actually plays. This is my favorite pairing so far. Plays really well off it, and you think it's going to be calm on both ends, and then all of a sudden at the end you're like, oh. There so it's it nice is. when things dance on there your palate. It's nice yeah. when things change and progress within within your palate. And a lot, of, you know, the over the counter hot sauces that were that that are available to us don't don't really do that. So this was kind of like a nice thing that just we weren't expecting, and it just kind of happened. Well, it just kind of happened. This is one so. pairing where, yeah, like, where the, the, it's hoppier and the hops kind of make it explode a little more. Yeah, the it, it quenches them at first and then kicks it up at the end. Can yeah. I ask you a really embarrassing question? You can kick me out. Every time I do a beer interview... You can't people, embarrass him. Well, no, but it's for, I'm embarrassed. No, you won't, so won't, won't, no, 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 won't no. embarrass me. It's, it's embarrassing for me, not for you. No, that's um, okay. People say, you know, am I terrible that I love XYZ, bad beer, you know? I'm like, no, it's fine. We, like, how bad is it that I love Frank's Red Hot? Frank's Red Hot is. I grew up with Frank's Red Hot in, in our refrigerator because I was. Okay. I was I'm, I'm half Italian and I was raised with my Italian side, so my grandmother always had Frank's Red Hot in in I the put fridge, that and beep she made on everything. shrimp fratiavolo. Her shrimp fratiavolo was made with Frank's Red Hot. So Frank's did, did, hot it, sauce. did it blow you out hot, or was this like no, seasoned hot? No, she seasoned it. I mean, I you know my grand the, the the crushed red pepper was always on the table, and she cooked with crushed red pepper, and my grandfather loved it, and that was just part of her cooking. So I got used to it at a very young. Age. Now I'm going to ask you what okay. Lindsay's here on the it. show. We're lucky to have you, Lindsay. Hi. Do you like hot sauce? Uh, I do now, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> the, the story is that actually, until I, I met him, which was many many years ago now, I don't <laughs> want to go there. But uh, as a child, I was plain everything, plain nothing touches on the plate, and my mom can vouch for that because she worked hard to keep everything separated on my plate. What a good mom! I know, yeah, mom. 
But, um, you know, he, through exploring food and um, just through the, the whole process of making the sauce, making the company, I really had to expand my taste buds. And uh, so I, the amount of heat I can stand now versus a few years ago is out of this world. And uh, he can tell you. She's up to there. Marie Sharp's triple X. So That's she's right. um, <laughs> very, Marie very Sharp's impressed. And yet yeah. she let you use your wedding money to do this together. I yeah. think that's wonderful. Yeah. What a lady. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, you know, I know that this is what he wanted to do. And he had passion for it. And I see him loving it every day. And, you know. How can I say no to that? Thank love you. it. Thank you. It's all about the love. And they actually Thank have you. wedding love rings. Potion. It's kind of beautiful. Aww. They're really married. I love yeah, this stuff. Yeah, They're really it's like married. Yeah, it's American <laughs> families making yeah, hot yeah. sauce. You know, the future. And, and brewing beer on the side, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a sitcom. American families making hot sauce. Well, it's a reality good. show. Yeah, I hope hot not. sauce does not go with wine, unfortunately. So no. uh, yeah. beer is definitely a better choice with that. Yeah, you know that, that Anne here, Anne Becerra loves spreading the word about great craft beer almost as much as drinking it. You're so funny. <laughs> I have good notes for Maggie. I can you know, see that. You're all over Martha Stewart now and oh, some other right. things. And I'm so I proud like of you, it. too. Well, thank you I very much. Martha. But, you know, you, you were at the Ginger Man for so long, and, we, and we've had you on the show. I have, but, yeah, I was there for yeah. a while. But what was the first bar you ever worked at? Uh, that. <laughs> really? You started at Ginger Yeah, Man? you know what it was? It was uh, craft beer and beer in general was my hobby for so long. And it was something that I found through my love of food and wine and sort of cuisine in general. And I was like getting the world class best of cream of the crop beer for what I could buy, you know, the crappiest bottle of wine or, or a, a subpar spirit. So it was like, oh, and then all of a sudden you get into it and you start to find Belgian beers and hoppy beers and these things. And it said, you know, forget it. When I decided to quit my job, my quote, grown up job. I never looked back. What, said, was your wanna, gro- what was your grown-up job? I was in uh, advertising. And oh, yeah? Yeah. And I just, you know, quit for a while, drove cross-country, tried local beers across our beautiful Pacific Northwest, and came back and said, forget it. I'm spending all my free time and money doing this anyway. So, uh, so I, I'm going to read your, your uh, CBC recap at some point, or maybe it's already out there. But where should I go in Portland? I'm going back. See, I'm going to Portland this summer. What are like the three breweries I should check out definitely, for experience? Definitely go to Cascade. Um, I we actually drove up to to Eugene to Ninkasi. We drove to a we went to a bunch of uh, local places. I have them all all written down. But I think something that's so great about Portland, we heard all the stats about Portland and Oregon and how what is it forty six percent? I could be off in my exact numbers, but forty six percent of the beer consumed in Oregon is craft. Something in the forty ish percentage, and and most of it's brewed in Oregon. And those numbers, I mean, you heard the collective gasp at the CBC. <gasps> I think in New York it's under 10 or 6 or even something smaller. And it's just people really care. And the idea that we were joking, like I couldn't swing my purse around without hitting a brewery, is so great. You know, it really it revives the community. It gets people excited. People care. They are knowledgeable. And just to be there in the spirit of everything was fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. And I bet you're doing a recap, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I just have to assess my pictures and notes and figure out how I could remember. No, it was really, really great. And we actually got a second to drive up the coast and go to the beach and kind of see the beauty of Oregon and the nature and all those aspects that just brought it all together. Because beer's great, but you got to have it in context. And that context was to die for. That's great. Beautiful. All right, and now... Take a little world-famous hot shake. 
What is this? World Famous Hot Chick is a celery salt based celery, right? uh, okay, seasoning good. with uh, just cayenne, crushed red pepper. A so he just rosemary. he just like dusted yeah, just, some yeah. some dust on my finger. <laughs> and we all just yeah, ate this it. Is, this, is, this is a key ingredient <laughs> okay. in my Bloody Mary recipe, but it's really good, and it's also a good shrimp and crab boil. So you know what's funny? Our our, oh, again. our, our, our lead uh, engineer producer Jack yeah. Inslee is here. We're talking about festivals and beer. He was at Coachella, I'm and every nice. day in the New York Post, I saw photos of like hot models dressed in new fashion, mostly suede. At the Coachella Music Fest, you should have seen, seen my outfits, man. You tell me, Jack. But did they go around and like put dust dust on your fingers and stuff, or like we just got I just got like, some of spicy they dust? Did. This is a no judgment zone. Of course they did. Yes, yeah. spicy. Jack, dust. tell us one special moment from the Coachella Festival. Oh man, there's so many. Um, well, the outstanding in the field team does a dinner there, so they usually do it at like beaches or sea caves and mountains. But they set up this big communal table like right outside the dance tent, so you hear all this crazy bass music, and then they serve you a four course meal with wine and beer pairings. Pretty weird, but awesome. Well, I'll tell you, for all the, the press that that got, I bet you had the best time of anyone. Uh, but for us in New York City, I would say I would take hands down the New York City Hot Sox Expo this weekend. <laughs> We're very close to the East River in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. And guys like Brendan are going to come in. And uh, oh, Graham, sorry. <laughs> He's going to dust it's my, my finger. And Brendan. Yeah. It's my uncle. And ego. they'll be dusting my finger with these powders and, and hot sauces. <laughs> and uh, we're just going to lose our mind. It's, it's called Capsaicin High, isn't it? It's something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. Capsaicin high. Wonky and you got, from the Capsaicin. Yeah. yeah you keep going. And guys thing. like Parker Butts and uh, oh, some Parker crazy Butts. dudes. K. Johns. We and, were next to the Pucker Butt guys last year. When they when they threw that banner up at, on the setup day, I go, really? Pucker Butts? And I was But I didn't even go there. So it's like my life, we, we, we read about Coachella, but we really go to the New York City Hot Sauce Expo. <laughs> yes. It's been a great show. We've even got some other secret Lagunitas reps here who... Uh, Brought us these awesome beers. I'll tell you, and I, I think you're right. This uh, Lagunitas undercover investigation shut down AO. It's killer. It's blowing my mind. Killer. But I would say for, for spicy Google food, I like. Google the story, too, out there, listeners. It's pretty funny. You want to tell us about it? I mean, I could, but, you know, I once in a while, as fit, I love the guys at Lagunitas. I'll do a, an event for them here and there just for fun. If they need my help, I, I'll do it. And I get, and just the few times I've ever done that, more questions about this undercover shutdown investigation than anything else in the brewery and people just seem to love it i'll just leave it at that and let people kind of look it up for themselves well, my, my favorite story. beer so far with the spicy food the lagunitas little something something you know a little bit of wheat and yeah man it was great yeah. a little something something in close i'd like to thank our sponsors at union beer distributors who helped to bring this podcast to you tonight thanks to ann graham Lindsay, and karen for joining me here on the heritage radio network and brendan too and brendan. That was. <laughs> don't forget I'm Jimmy Carboni. Thanks for our Thank producers. You. Maggie thanks, Side Jimmy. and Justin Kennedy. Our engineer, Jack Inslee. And thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Beer Sessions Radio. All right. Woo. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us with questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.